0: Hi, guys, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Kim's Kitchen Table Talk. Hope all is well and prayed up. Hope your weekend is going good so far or you have a blessed weekend. Um, the Sunday after the resurrection of Jesus Christ Himself, Easter Sunday. I was thinking about that and I came to um, a really serious scripture in the Bible. Um, It's kind of scary, but it ain't as scary as what's going on in this world. Jesus, give me the strength. Thank you, Jesus. In your name, I continue to pray. So, there are three dangers of not assembling together, okay? And I'm going to try to get through this the best I know, because you know what? If you don't know about your sins, and if you don't know about the sins that you are committing, Hebrews... Hebrews 10 and 26 and on, like I'll just lay in Hebrews and just read on that because that tells you a lot about the dangers of, you know, sin and sinners and just people and how they act and how they come together. So in short, discouragement, doubt, and depression set in. Um, I was always told as a, as a child, um, depression is a spirit. Um, my my um, grandmother used to tell me take the D and the E off, and it's pression. It, it, it's pressure. I think I talked about this a while ago. It's like um, pressure bust pipes, and um, you have to put a lot of pressure on a diamond in order to get it to come to its sparkling self, Um, you know, crushing grapes means lots of good wine, so she always told me, do not stay in depression, you're being pressed, right, and something good comes out of being pressed with, don't kill you, make you stronger, that's what she used to say, thank you mommy, love you, love you, thinking of you all the time, so let me get into this verse, and because it was very interesting, forsaking fellowship, Gives us place to discouragement, doubt, and depression, then multiply in isolation. So that's saying, you know, you see, I don't want to go to church, I don't like that church. Guys, we're going to church to seek the Lord, we're not going to church to seek. I mean, it's good to have a church family and all, but um, we're going to church to seek the Lord, and and just being in those places, they multiply. And, you know, isolation. When you're isolated, there is depression that seeks in. When there is no fellowshipping, there is no stirring up love or exhorting one another. So, two. Two are better than one. That's what they always say, right? Two are better than one. Because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no help to help him up again. If two lie down together, they will keep warm. But now, and but how can one be warm alone? Through one way, or one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken i'm not going to get into that guys just listen to it a threefold cord is not quickly broken broken so when purposes are missed the story of elijah in the bible is a perfect example of purpose not missed. mordecai her adoptive father stirred her up in love for her fellow Jews and exhorted her to see she was placed in her position for, for a purpose. She was there for a purpose. Such a time as this has had, there been no fellowship or communication, even through letters and messages passed back and forth by those around them. And people continue to do that, guys. If you see that, it's done with a lot of families that are broken. You know they're trying to break off and tie up and break off and tie up or just just staying away is just um, it gives a, another part of the family a sense of um, discernment and understand. I wouldn't say weakness but it does uh, you need that three part strand and it's very important when you break it to know how right because God plans would prevail even if she didn't set up God's plans will move forward. With the opportunity for personal involvement may be missed, his purposes are often cultivated in the community. For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise from the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish, yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Um, So I was listening to another person's podcast, which I am hooked now. I'm not going to speak on which one it was. but We were just going back and forth about the resurrection of God, Jesus Christ, our Savior, and God's love. Um, So again, uh, people tend to now, that is like uh, the devil's walking on earth. And people think that they just team up and tend to... A minimized sin, like it's not being done. Like, if you in Hebrews 26, it will tell you if we go on sinning, there is no knowledge of your sin and the truth, and you and you abusing God's grace, you will come into fiery indignation because God is the truth. There is no more sacrifice for our people who know that they are committing sin but they keep on doing it like they're not acknowledging the truth and not changing it either so therefore you disrespect grace in way worse ways sin but a save, fiery intimidation, are you bringing him to church uh, 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 or for Christ or are you bringing him to church to to show off, um, you know, are you really feeling the spirit of the Holy Ghost and continue to go home and sin and willingly sin? That Hebrews 10 and 26, you have to read it, guys. Uh, if you take a little time out to just read it, it is how things are going on in the world today, on where God loves us, He does. And he forgives us when we ask him. But if we go on sinning and you have knowledge of it and you told him about it and you want it to be moved and you want to be under his grace and mercy. They say in the Bible and Hebrews 10 and 26. There is no more sacrifice for our sin but but a fiery insignation. So guys, be careful how you use your words. Be careful how you, um, be careful how you you pray for your sins and hope that you don't do them again. Like it's like a bad habit, and and so what? Because I sing in church, I can sin tomorrow. Or so what? Because I go to church so much Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I cannot. I can sin and get away with it. Please read Hebrews ten and twenty six. He wants your mind, not your soul, and your obedience. He wants you to be, God wants you to be obedient to him. You are not smarter than the devil. You aren't. You might think you are because you have devilish ways, but you are not smarter than him. I rebuke him and know what's right because I have to deal with God myself. Right nobody's gonna be there with me, my pastor or my family. I have to deal with God myself. minimizing sin church is to to the understanding that the weight of your sins in hebrew twenty six people please don't forget to read this tonight. It's like amazing on how people think and i'm not I'm not gonna say i'm From not from those people because when I was younger I used to think well I could pray for my sins and they'll be going tomorrow so you know God forgives me for everything I do he does but if you continue to do it that is of the devil that is not being obedient that is not nourishing your soul because like I said before you're going to have to deal with God himself minimizing sin in church is for understanding that the weight of your sins, maybe it can uplift them sometime. But I still gonna say it no longer a sacrifice for our sins under the foot and of the foot of the sun and God's grace. Like you're going to the foot of the sun and God's grace to ask for your forgiveness and your sins, but you're not being obedient the next day, or you're not You just keep coming to the altar with the same sins, which are, again, after that, you are abusing God's grace. So I just wanted to um, give that to y'all for the weekend when you get a chance um, to read up on Hebrews 10 and 26. It's very scary, but it is the truth. It is the truth, and it shall set you free. Lord... I come to you tonight to thank you. Thank you for today and all days. Thank you for all of my kids, near and far, with and without. Thank you for giving us breath, know-how. Thank you for putting clothes on our back, food on our table, and shoes on our feet, Lord. You are the Lord of Lords, the God of Gods. There's nobody in front of you, Lord. And I thank you for today and all days. In your name I pray, Amen. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Kim's Kitchen Table Talk. Good night, my Kim Kims. Have a nice weekend and stay prayed up.